Welcome to Craft Beer Radio, episode 509, take two, August 4th, 2023. I'm Shannon. I'm Jeff. And I'm Greg. Hi. Hello. We uh, are back. We did a show, but it got eaten by the computer. Yes. So we're, we have a backup recording this time. And we're both fresh back from vacations. And tonight's going to be a haul of mostly hoppy stuff that we brought back from New England. Because uh, we went to, like, the heart of hazy IPAville. Oh, so. okay. So that, that should be interesting to see then what we get back. Uh, if it's all going to be IPAs or if there's going to be some mixture of some stuff. We, we have one mixture. <laughs> one one mixture. <laughs> well, maybe I'll call an audible later on. Oh, and we're using a different mic setup tonight. Yes, so we'll we're see using uh, lav mics. Uh, we're doing an attempt here, uh, and I'd be curious to see how if this is any better. I mean, I, it sounds a little bit weirder for us, but this is before any of the audio post processing. So we'll see. All right, so we are going to start with a brewery. Uh, I forget exactly where we ran into this one. Uh, oh, Meredith, New Hampshire. So in the middle of our trip, we spent some time in New Hampshire, and this is Twin Barns uh, Lake Cruiser Double IPA. Twin Barns Lake Cruiser. Okay, 7.8% alcohol by volume. They just say Imperial. And... Don't have much else on here. So you guys were way north, right? Way north. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the label has some information here. The hops are Citro, Mosaic, Amarillo, Simcoe, and Centennial. And marketing speak talks of grapefruit, pineapple, passion fruit, things like that. Okay. So... This looks like grapefruit juice. And it smells like grapefruit juice. <laughs> it does. It, yeah, it, it's, it's a orangey pan color, uh, super hazy, and yeah, like grapefruit juice with all the pulp in it. But of course, it's got a head, so it ain't grapefruit juice. Right. But when you go onto the nose... It's very cold, so I'm going to get a chance to warm up the, here. Yeah. The first thing you get is grapefruit juice. But while we're letting it warm up, we can talk about our trips a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention, because New Hampshire, I mean, you guys were north. You guys were far north. So tell me about it. What did you guys do? Everything. It was <laughs> Everything. so much fun. The whole show could just be about our trip. It was the best trip. We had so much fun. So we drove, and we started. We were supposed to leave Saturday morning. But we knew we wouldn't be able to sleep Friday night, so we left Friday evening. So we left around 7 p.m. Pittsburgh, and we got to the main state line between Maine and New Hampshire around quarter to seven in the morning. And we decided to, from there, kind of just drive the coast up to Portland because nothing was going to be open for the next several hours. Mm -hmm. And, um, man, we found some of the most beautiful shoreline. He stopped a whole bunch of times, took tons of photos, and it was just such a place. And the photos uh, don't do it justice. And then we um, went to Portland. It was kind of just like an easy day. We stopped at a couple breweries and whatnot. But the next day, we had the cellar toward Allagash. 
Wow. And that was <laughs> awesome. Because, you know, Elgash does Cool Ship beers. So mm-hmm. they have, you know, their whole funky fermentation. Um, it's basically the like back behind the big brewery is where like where they started out is where they do their cellar stuff. And uh, yeah, we got the peak and look into the uh, the room with the cool ships and mountains of barrels. And we got to see the Allagash winery, mm-hmm. which because of state laws or maybe federal laws, um, the winery has to be separate from the brewery. And they only have a winery so they can sell ciders, make ciders and sell ciders. So there was this little red, like, velvet rope around, like, three fermenters in, a, like, a stainless steel vessel, and that was the Allagash Winery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go back to this beer. It should be a little bit warm now. Lake Cruiser, and we'll continue with this, the vacation report as we meander through the show. Mm-hmm. Wasn't picking up much of a nose on this one. Um, and flavor wise, I mean, there's lots of grapefruit in here. I just had a candy, which is kind of maybe making some of the sweetness a little bit. Um, okay. Um, it, it, it's just minimizing some of the stuff in here. So I may need to just get, get some water in okay. here. What do you taste? Yeah, I just brushed my teeth. So <laughs> mine's messed You're up too. You're all messed up. Okay. I so didn't think I guess, about it. <laughs> I guess I'm leaving here. So for me, for the aroma, it is as kind of citrusy and pungent as grapefruit juice. And then onto the flavor. Grapefruit juice is the big contributing to the flavor. There's a little bit of an apricot thing going on in there. It's very, very juicy in the mouthfeel. It feels citric acidy. It feels like fruit juice, um, just as it looks. I don't believe there's any fruit juice added to this thing, but just the way the hop acids are playing in there, it sure feels juicy to me. The The bitterness okay. is coming after all the grapefruit stuff. It's kind of moderate high but not it's not dank it's kind of piney it's kind of um yeah i think i'd have to go with piney for the yeah i mean if you look at the hop label so the hop bill citra mosaic amarillo simcoe centennial so nothing that is you know far outside of the box or anything um i think that you know, the that ed that edge you're getting at the end is to me a mixture of Centennial and Simcoe, maybe with a little Amarillo in there too. Yeah. Uh, I'm also getting a little oniony or garlicky at the end. Yeah. Though, like kind of from big citra. The sulfury stuff though. I mean Amarillo can definitely give that. You know, Amarillo. Oh yeah. Happy. <laughs> yeah. Happy. Uh and um yeah, Simcoe is actually if you ever do it. And then Centennial is just, you know, such a classic one. Uh but that's pretty typically pine. So, yeah, not getting much like resiny pine. I don't taste any pine. I think it's more just there as like a, a, a very basic backbone. I'm just overall overall impressions. I'm enjoying this beer. Feels so weird not having a mic to lean into. <laughs> it's so weird. I feel like I'm off mic. Uh, we can just stretch out like this and be like, "Yeah, uh, we should get couches for in here." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's an enjoyable beer. Very juicy, uh, kind of on the refreshing side, you know, because it's not kind of dank and It's and super drinkable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do either of you taste any lactose in it? I, I don't mean, know. It must be from brushing my teeth. Then. It has such a full body. I mean, I can. it has an unusually full body, um, but I don't taste any kind of milk sugars or anything in there. So. Okay. Hmm. All right. Let's go. I'm trying to figure out the order here. So you guys went to, uh, you know, upper America. Yes. The lower part of which is New England. I went to kind of the the con- <laughs> New England itself, I suppose you could say. I was in I was in Cape Cod. Um, so that was, uh, for me, a very nice week and a very nice way to get away from all, all the uh, all the stuff. I've been looking forward to this for a while. I uh, I think I saw water twice. I didn't go to any beaches. Oh, okay. Because my my vacation was okay. I get to be around all this amazing seafood and have a really good <laughs> kitchen and just I'm going to cook up a bunch of stuff and have you know six people to to cook for so I don't have to worry about like trying to portion it. <laughs> like I can make some some cool some cool shit. And that was my, that was my vacation. That was, so I spent a lot, spent just, you know, days and days. Um, I guess I didn't really spend days, you know, I spent like, you know, a couple hours in the kitchen for most nights cooking something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, every day a different dish, every day some new fish and every day beautiful, <laughs> beautiful stuff. Yeah, we uh we had some seafood when we were up there. I oh, think in yeah. the first three days we had four lobster rolls. <laughs> and I don't even how I many, can't even count how many oysters. Uh two and a half dozen, probably that, maybe three I dozen. I think we did more than that. Um I but see, I think that in terms of the total oysters that I bought so something like yes fifty six. Because it was 48 one day, but then there was eight uh, the previous day. Okay. Uh, of course, I didn't eat all those. This was, you know, but I probably ate, mm, I probably ate 18 of those. Yeah, there's a, a couple places that, um, oh, there's just so much to talk about. We could do post-show. Yeah, I guess the post-show. Vacation. Yeah, post-show is a, good, is a good chance for us to be all of the, you know, all the neat gritty about our case. Yep. Yep. Um, you can find the link to the post show in the show notes on our website. Um, and I do know I was, oh, I was introduced to Google Podcasting. They have something goofed up where they aren't working with the post show feed. The extras feed tries to work, but then it just shows the main feed. So just saying, if you have a Google Podcast, I will try to get that resolved. But having those Google problems. Yeah, it's like, not like they give you a phone number, you know. So. <laughs> or you could get on our Discord and show me the label. Find the links to everything yeah. there. This is a, a first and last thing from Hill Farmstead Brewery. Okay. You want to nope. rinse your glass since this one's going to be pretty different from and probably more subtle than. You know, one thing that um, we didn't get to last time. Uh, or what we did get to last time, but I, I don't want to bring it up. Was there's sort of a uh, a difference in in opinion about which is our I think local favorite in terms of breweries that you can get. You guys 
are really on the um, team hitchhiker. Team hitchhiker, and I'm sort of on team hot farm. And I think that that's probably a yeast thing. Like looking back to it, like I, I think the hot farms all have a flavor to them, mm-hmm. and I really like it. But I can totally see how you guys don't. And um, I also think that all of the uh, hitchhikers have a flavor to them. And it's not that I d- dislike it. Yeah, no. It's just, you know, uh, you and I, Jeff, we see um, very similarly on, on a lot of things, even flavor-wise, but uh, not enough that I'm going to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe that's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Connect on, on even even a more close level on that so yeah um yeah I and mean, we feel the same way we don't like hate hit, uh hop farm mm-hmm. it's just we don't find them to the same level of deliciousness that you know like we find a lot of hitchhiker beers so just one of those cool things that you can sometimes explore with uh, your friends and, and breweries that are near diversity yeah all right so this guy is of oh, first and last things india pale ale brewed with Motueka, Nelson Savine, and Simcoe Hop. So finally, so we're into a slightly more than just a standard hop uh, profile. Yeah. So we showed up at Hill Farmstead about 10 minutes before they opened on a Mm -hmm. Wednesday, was it? Thursday? Wednesday? Mm -hmm. Thursday? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And there was people waiting outside already. I think it was Friday, actually. They have this beautiful, like, uh, front yard with picking tables and awnings and stuff. And then inside the tasting tap room, you can overlook the brewery. They had some cuckoo crazy, like cuckoo sour, crazy. sour in barrel aged beers on. Oh my goodness. It was, it was awesome. Hill Farms that is worth the drive. Yeah, for sure. Cuckoo. Hmm. And I had amazing barbecue out front. Yep. All right. So this amazing one, barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like it was just uh, what? What did they you have? Did you have barbecue? Actually, we didn't even eat the barbecue. We so had. I was the, wondering how you knew it was. We amazing. had the. I just got a side because we had already eaten earlier. And I got a side of mac and cheese, but um, it smelled amazing. Yeah. And they were really nice people. Amazing smelling barbecue. Amazing, yeah. smelling, Amazing barbecue. smelling barbecue. I'm tired. I worked. <laughs> Me too. I just got back Long yesterday and I am uh, I'm still out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got back last night. At least uh, all my beasties were taken care of. Damien was able to come in and play, change the water every day or every three days, which is all they need. The beautiful thing about reptiles, you don't really need to do much. Yep. So the of of first and last things, this one pours a kind of whiter, cloudy, hazy, mm-hmm. um, almost not quite as white as whip beer, but similar to it. The aroma for me, I'm getting like a creamsicle kind of thing. I'm getting kind of vanilla notes. I'm getting orange notes. I'm getting like passion fruit. I'm getting more on the uh, tropical side. Like passion fruit and maybe like a hint of guava or something like that. Guava. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely getting the vanilla notes. And the, so it was Motueka, Nelson, and... That's that Motueka. Sometimes you can, you can hit vanilla. It's, it's weird that a hop can do that, but when it's, it's really cool. And Simcoe. Yeah. So, well, so at this trip that I realized that Motueka is one of my favorites. 
Uh, I don't remember. I think it's Motueka. I wonder if that Duclaw one that made Motueka into vanilla is still around because it was... It was the first time we ever experienced that. Like, no, we had a couple beers that were very creamsicle-y on the trip. This might have been one of them. I know we had this one on tap. Um, yeah, I think this was one of my favorites out there. This one has a nice, like, creamy, mm-hmm. soft body to it. It has that... It's not as much creamsicle in the flavor. It's a little more... Um, like fruit pith, like um, kind of. See, I'm getting it's a little bit the the to me. Okay, so first, it's a little bit, I guess, harsher. The the more more maybe resiny or at least may, maybe a a bitey, mm-hmm. like a more biting notes. And I don't know whether that's maybe the carbonation is a little bit finer or or, but I think it's the hops. I think the hops are a little bit more sharper here um they are also yeah there there's a lot of tropical stuff it, it feels to me and at like the first sip like a lot like almost overdoing it whereas i felt like the lake cruiser was really well balanced by comparison more i get into it the i'm getting kind of a little bit more Trending towards dank. I think the Simcoe's popping out a little bit more. Um, Are you getting grapefruit? I yeah. can't say I'm getting grapefruit. Really, really? Like, I, I'm it, getting... it's hard because the last one was so mm-hmm. yeah, like like exactly grapefruit flavors. That it, it, this one's kind of there's something there, but it's also a little like um, overripe or like a little bit. Uh, it's pithy. If there is grapefruit, it's pithy yeah. notes from from the grapefruit more than. Juicy notes, mm-hmm. I guess. Hmm. And the creamsicle stuff that we were getting in the aroma isn't really carrying through. I'm getting no, it's not. some like stone fruit vibes, like peach, that kind of thing. Um, but it, it it's it feels a, like a lot, and and like I can totally see how. If you had the bar, this is gonna be great. But as a uh, yeah, no, at on draft at the bar, this beer was yeah. bonkers good. And here in the can, it's it's fine. But and when was a can? Just I don't see a date on it. But yeah, seven twenty-five. So not very uh, long. They ago. even put the time. What, what did they have? Eleven twenty-eight. Oh, there you go. If only it was canned a little bit later in the afternoon, right. it'd still be good. <laughs> um. No, I think that this is this is a perfectly fine beer. I don't think there's you know there, there's no problem with it, but I just you know think that it suffers in comparison to the last one, which was just really drinkable. Like really, uh, this this is. I mean, I I was not like looking forward to drinking a bunch of hazies. <laughs> be honest, <laughs> and that Lake Cruiser gotcha. And then this was great. Um, like really, like this would be if if I saw this. On the shelf, I'd be like, "Hell yeah!" Because that was really, really good. Yeah, we stopped there. There was a day in New Hampshire uh, <laughs> where we got rained out, so we visited seven breweries that day. 
I didn't keep track. <laughs> like short little visits, just like, you know, a couple of tasters right. and things like that. But yeah, we hit up like seven breweries that day. So to be honest, I can't remember exactly which one was Twin Barn. Probably could look at our pictures and figure yeah. it out, but yeah. yeah. So did you guys do anything besides go to breweries? We oh, did we went to some a- great restaurants <laughs> and we hiked miles. Wow. Yes. In Acadia. Well, mostly Acadia. Now, I should mention that I knew that. And the reason why I knew that was because of our Discord, which we never got to really (laughs) properly (laughs) announce nor celebrate. We did last time, but it all got wiped out by the internet gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on our website at craftbeerradio.com, there is a link to join our Discord server. It is the thing that I want to use to eliminate email to converse with people. It allows listeners to converse with each other. We got some long time, got three Gregs on there. We got, <laughs> uh, who, who else? Um, I can't think of the guy's real name. I just know his like handle. Um, we got other people on there, yeah. but, but but come and join us. Uh, we want to get people on there and talk about stuff, give us ideas. We have a couple channels going there. We'll, we'll probably create more. And there'll be, um, a, there's a forum channel for each show and that'll have like all of the, the transcript stuff and things like that linked in there. So you'll like, if you want to get the most of the multimedia about the show, that's where you'll get it. So. All right, what's next? What's next? Um, do you want the palate cleanser now, or do you want another IPA and then the palate cleanser? Um, let's do another IPA, then go with the palate cleanser, and then we'll see what uh, we okay. have next. We're going to do Fiddlehead Brewing Company. <laughs> so some of the really big-name breweries in Vermont, outside of Burlington, right, is Hill Farmstead, The Alchemist, and Fiddlehead. Um, and we hit up Fiddlehead on the last day. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, really like the place. So this is their regular IPA. We have another uh, beer from Fiddlehead down. Oh, no, we have three more beers from Fiddlehead downstairs. One more IPA, a double IPA, and then two of their um, other things, a spontaneously fermented one and a barrel-aged imperial porter. So this is just their standard IPA. This, this is this their is flagship? Their, um, it's one of their, I think it's their flagship because they're year-round, and it's the um, first one on their list. 6.2% alcohol by volume, 53 IPU. They say it's just a hazy American IPA. It's green. The, the color of the can and everything around <laughs> it is green. Yep. When we got this, they they – made sure that I was going to promise to keep it cold. They basically said, you know, it'll change if you let it warm up. It's unpasteurized. So we, I kept this cold. I, we went and got ice that night. Mm-hmm. And it was the same day we got the crusher from Alchemist, which will be our next beer after the Intermezzo. And um, those, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this part of the show. I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> okay. So this being so cold, I'm going to warm it up. I haven't noticed much on the aroma yet. So let's warm this sucker. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and let Greg explore this instead of me telling you what the taste. So. Okay, okay. So now I'm thinking about the beers that I had, which I, I didn't have that many. 
I actually put them on our Discord. You had that Jay Wakefield smoked yes. lager or something, right? That was probably my favorite. And I wanted to bring some of that down, but again, it wasn't it was going to be hard. But yeah, this so this was a a Czech dark lager that was aged in wood footers. The next time we're in Florida, we'll have to we we've already talked about trying to get down to Jay Wakefield, so we'll try to do that and bring some stuff back. Yeah. Cuz they're in one of the towns on the Atlantic coast, I can't, in South. I can't remember exactly where the. I don't know. The beer was called Of Darkest Night, which is a Green Lantern reference. Okay. So for all of you DC Comics heads. So was it, was it funky fooder or was it no, just like. it was woody. It was okay. really woody. I mean, it was really oaky. And I think that in, on the show, it probably would have been overly oaky. Like just as a, mm-hmm. as in putting our microscope on it, it was kind of too oaky. But but when you just sort of ignored that and had it with some oysters. Oh, I bet. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so you're going to let me... Yeah, stick your nose in there. Tell me what you smell. <laughs> it smells a little uh, dank. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking weedy. <laughs> Yeah, it smells, uh, it smells like weed. Um, it smells kind of like, you know, what um, what sometimes if you're walking by, uh, I was I was with um, Nick and Aaron, and uh, they were here very briefly, and uh, went to a place, uh, Sao Mercado, here in, in um, Pittsburgh, and as I was walking to where they were, there were some guys smoking weed in the uh, in the alley that I passed by, and it was yeah, that this is what it smelled like. Yep. This beer, these darn fruit flies keep buzzing around. Yeah, where'd they come from? They just appeared today. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this beer seems like it's kind of, uh, I almost say modeled after, but of the same vein as Hetty Top. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, and when uh, like looking at some of the the marketing speak for Hetty Topper, um, they talk about it just being made to be a dank IPA. Yeah. And uh, this, this is one, more drinkable than Hetty Topper. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Hetty Topper at the brewery mm-hmm. on Beer Engine, and it wasn't exciting. Beer Engine? You're going to have to explain that. The, a cask. Okay. Hand pull on a cask. Okay. And I thought, oh my God, if it's ever going to be good, this is going to yeah. be good. Yeah. Disappointing. And, yeah. Yeah. Really? And, and three day old focal banger was just eh. But what was delicious was the well, crusher. We're going to get to that. Okay. So, but. Yeah, so I think that you know, Hetty Topper, it's its days are past it, really, because it, it was exciting when it was something really new, uh, mm-hmm. and when it really helped redefine a uh, whole. I mean, yeah, it 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 redefined a whole uh, style, and and that for that it needs to be appraised. But in terms of how it lives up to the hype. Mm-hmm. No, these days people have figured out how to make hazies so much better. You know what else is really weird about the Alchemist's tap room? Is it's not a tap room. They had Hetty Topper on cask. Everything else was canned pours. Weird. Mm-hmm. That is weird. Okay, so this is, yeah, this feels from the same vein as Hetty Topper. 
and they have those same instructions, keep it cold. Probably they would tell you to drink from the can. Um, it's just, it's less dank than Henny Topper. Mm-hmm. It's less of a, of a, so I salt. Yeah. (laughs) When you get Hetty Topper on cask, it kind of takes away that assault, but Uh it kind of just, it almost makes it taste like uh, in the middle of the road English IPA where nothing really stands out. It's kind of more malty and creamy, Mm -hmm. but it, maybe it made it just more average. I don't don't know. It was, I'm glad I went to the Alchemist. Some of their other beers had some Saison's and stuff out of cans that were really good. But the two flagships, the the reasons people go, was underwhelming. Well, you know, again, you have to keep that beer around for historical purposes or nothing else. And yeah, um, I think as a as a way to see both. Okay, this is what this is the beginnings of hazies, and we now know what they've turned into. But also as a way to see, okay, this is. This is the 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 line between this sort of West Coast dominant crazy mm-hmm. uh crazy resin hop and this wacky bright style. Yeah. I mean for for both those reasons it's a beer worth drinking, but it's it is not a it's not a crowd pleaser anymore. All right, so our next beer, this is one we got because Shannon demanded it. I did? Did. The oh, Days yes, End I did. from Malagash. Yeah. So this is one of the beers from, from Portland with Love, which is the program that the employees get to suggest things. Mm-hmm. Days End. Get to suggest things, and some of those get picked up for small batches or big batches or whatnot. This one is... Modeled to be like a boulevardier. So oh, instead of an old... That's a cocktail, right? It's a cocktail. Imagine an old-fashioned, but with vermouth. Okay. Prove this beer with Lambrusco, Grape Must, Angelica Root. I don't know what Angelica, I don't even know what angelica Root is. An Angel- orange peel. Angelica Root. Yeah. No idea. It's... Uh, well, here. When you taste it, you'll see the okay. some of the character that it gives... Aging in bourbon barrels for two months was a okay, nine point five percent. But yeah, palate cleanser, I should say, uh, because this is finally a not not a hazy IPA, <laughs> um, right? Well, there's it, it a little bit of haze in there, but it's not really an IPA. It's kind of got a uh, pink grapefruit t- yeah. tint to it, doesn't it? So in terms of grains, you have your two-row base malt blend, which is pretty standard. Red wheat and flaked corn, so a variety of different grains in here to give it some stuff. Northern Brewer Crystal and European Zatz hops. So, wow, that's a... So don't expect this to be very hoppy. Mm-hmm. And this was bottled a year ago. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so immediately a sour on the nose. Mm-hmm. Which I guess I should have expected with the grape must, but it didn't immediately come to mind this was necessarily going to be sour. Especially when I saw bourbon barrels, I was thinking maybe this would be sweeter. I haven't tasted it yet. I thought this was with like fresh bourbon and not like funky barrels. But the aroma, the oakiness is definitely coming through. One of the first things I get 
uh, a little bit of that grape uh, musk kind of smell, kind of um, sweet, but with some tannins and things like that. Mm. Ooh, okay. Lighter than I expected, especially for a 9.5% alcohol volume, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a light beer. M- much of the much of the flavor was like a f- big hit and then kind of fades. And uh, you just sort of get sort of the sour tart notes after that. And I don't even notice that as a, I mean, it smells like a sour, mm-hmm. but it doesn't taste like a yeah. sour to me at all. Jeff is bringing out some. So I think Angelica Root goes into Campari. Campari. Okay. And that's part of right. the Boulevardier as well. Campari is a very potent uh, liqueur. Uh, Italian. Do you want to smell this? Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's bitter. It doesn't necessarily smell bitter, but it is bitter and mm-hmm. strong. Um, and it is known for being like it, it's a key component of a Negroni. Uh, and it's one of those things that's like you, especially the first time you like it, you first time you drink it, you're probably not gonna necessarily like it, but then you sort of grow to really appreciate it. Yeah. Actually you reminded me. I kind I, I described it wrong. A boulevardier is a Negroni with bourbon instead of gin. Okay. So that's what I I was confused. Gotcha. You helped me get there. So <laughs> thank you. Glad I could uh, be of service. All right. Let me give us another taste here. I love this one. So really, this is another attempt at a, at a cocktail beer, um, or or a, a beer inspired, inspired by, by a cocktail, cocktail beer. Yeah, yeah. Not really like yeah. putting in all the orange, all the thingies, because mm-hmm. I mean the way they arrive at it is with grapes and angelica root. You know, yeah. So like, so they're they're taking some of the spicing of of the things they know, and yeah, I guess there is like yeah. an aperoli kind of. You know, the grapes yeah. give you the vermouth notes. Mm-hmm. The Angelica root gives you the Campari notes. The barrel gives you the bourbon notes. So it's a neat way to get there. Yeah, I see that. I'm really tasting the barrel in it now. So I should explain the Aperol is is the like less intense version of Campari. Okay. Uh, it, it's the one – I have both, but it's the one that I would prefer to use in lots of things. Although, I mean, I think you can't have a Negroni without Campari. Um, but I think that Aperol, in almost all cases – it's just a, it's a less assaulting version. So in, in a lot in, in almost all cases, it's it's um, the more useful general purpose uh, version of Campari, I think. But yeah, this is this is nice. This is not. I wouldn't like. Okay, so it's funny because when I was at the Cape, it was so hard to find beers that were not. Uh, a hazy or some variation of IPA or just some wheat that I was like not super interested in. I mean, it is summertime at Cape Cod. I shouldn't expect much more than this, but it was, it was tough. So I didn't, I didn't get any of those. What I ended up getting was like a prairie artisan sour and uh, uh, one other thing. I think, yeah, a Czech Pilsner, right? So I was, I was, 
or no, 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 I'm sorry. It was a, it was a, oh, what, damn, what, what's the Pilsner that's uh, um, hoppy? Uh, Bavarian pills. Was it Bavarian? Yeah, it, it, it was a hoppy, it was a Bavarian style pills. So, um, yeah, the, the pickings were small because I would, but I also wouldn't have picked this out. Like I wouldn't have seen this and said, yeah, this is what I want, but this is, if we hadn't tasted this in the cellar tasting part of it, no, I don't think we would have gone for it either. You know, and I probably wouldn't, I'm enjoying this thoroughly, but Mm -hmm. because of all the other amaze beers that they had to buy, I probably wouldn't have bought a four pack of this, but Shannon was hooked into it. We still would have because I always gravitate to the ones that are aged in bourbon barrels. And it says right there on the label. But everything there was aged in bourbon barrels. I know. Hey, you know, you you found something you like and you go towards it. I understand that completely. But I'm I'm glad she said we're getting this because I'm enjoying this tonight. Definitely. Three more bottles. And yeah, it totally... Feels like we're sipping on a cocktail and sitting here talking. And yeah, you'll feel that monkey's paw curl when it turn when everything on the shelf turns into bourbon barrel aged stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like we did for Hazy. Mm-hmm. The um, <laughs> speaking of loggers and stuff, the one of our last days in Vermont after we went hiking one day, we stopped at Von Trapp Brewery, which is the Von Trapps from The Sound of Music. I was thinking that. Were those the same? Like, yeah, like, they own so much land there. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's like eighteen hundred acres or twenty four hundred acres or something. I like have that. to look it back up. Because... And they, the one of the sons wanted to open a brewery, and he went to Austria. Like, they're from Austria, so they wanted kind of that Austrian kind of vibe. If every craft brewery who made pilsners made pilsners half as good as theirs. It'd be all I drink. <laughs> wow. It was, no, their Pilsner was, I mean, their other, I had other beers too, but their Pilsner was, I, I never loved something so much that was so subtle. Like, there, like I couldn't tell you why I loved it. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. It's probably the yeast. I think a big part of that German Rhein Heinz kibbutz is getting the yeast right. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do that, and everything is off a little bit. Yeah. Because there was like nothing like out, like like nothing stood out from the beer, but the beer was outstanding. Like I'm like, this is you know you see all these pilsners at these breweries, and a lot of them are under attenuated, and they're just not what you want. You know, they're not they're they're homebrew versions right. of pilsners, and but this one so lagered correctly, right? They did all the fuck, the- man. It was so good. Uh, I had their kosh. I had that was really good too. Now, are, are they taking advantage of the of the sound and musicness of it all at all, or are they, are they bringing it like anything, any brand? There was a big like chalet type lodge where the where the um, the brewery the, tasting room was. Well, yeah, but I mean, like in, in terms of like the, the the names of their beers or whatever. No, nope, nope. no, the, uh-uh. you know what the beers' names are? Pilsner, Hellas, okay. Kolsch, Goza, Hoffenweiss. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to make a joke about how they're taking the name from everyone else, but it's not really because technically you can't even copyright those things even. So I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't find the joke there, but there is one 
If you if you the, take them, they time. real. I mean, other than the name of the brewery being Von Trapp, they're not parlaying. Yeah, from, no, they're not. Uh, that's they're, uh, the before the brewery. I guess they since the '60s. They have been buying, acquiring land there, but it's like some of the best cross-country skiing in the country mm. there and things like that. So they were known for things like a lodging and cross-country skiing before the brewery. Which is basically hiking during the summer. Yeah. <laughs> or winter <laughs> hiking, yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, that was definitely a good palate cleanser. So what are we doing next? I'm do the Alchemist's Crusher. Okay. So this is the one you said this was this was like stand out at the Alchemist. Yeah. When there's a really good story behind how we obtained this. Yeah, so they only have like to go. They only have like three things to go. Four or three or four things to go. They have they always have heady, they always have focal banger and then they had like they had um redemption. Yeah. It's redemption. Redemption. And like one other thing to go, and we won't really like this beer. So and they had it for cans to sell, but not for takeout. I asked them, and like, no, next week. Like, and so we did our thing, and we went to Burlington, which is about forty minutes away from uh, the Alchemist. And you know, we're like, okay, just not in the cards to get a can of Crusher or a four pack of Crusher or anything like that. And then the day that we went to Von Trapp, we decided to go climb Mount Mansfield, which is the tallest mountain in Vermont. And on the way to Mount Mansfield... I just think that's such a funny thought that would never enter my mind. (laughs) Oh, let's go climb the tallest mountains near here. It was a challenge and... Like, no, I I respect it. Failure's not an option. He's like, do you want to call the... Do you want to climb the tallest one? And this was the last of our hikes. And we'll talk about that in the post-show. But, yeah. He gave... Me other options too mm-hmm. for the hike, but I had to go ahead and go, even though I was really because it was leery there. because of the dangerously exposed. Yeah, we'll talk about portions exposed. of the hike. Uh, uh, yeah, but the, get, we'll talk about the hike stuff in the post show real quick. Though we're going to Mount Mansfield, we're nine minutes from the trailhead, and we drive past the Alchemist again. We're like, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's great, because I want to go to Von Trapp. We can do that. Mm-hmm. And then on when we're done hiking, it was Alchemist before Von Trapp. And we're like, they said Crusher was on next week. It's Sunday. Is this next week? We stopped. Crusher was it on. Was. It was. Yes. It was next week. And they have a, they have a pull-up. Instead of parking and going in, you can pull up. Oh, Somebody comes out through. and you can <laughs> place of, your order. A little and point of sale thing, and they place your order. They bring beer out to you. Now, it's great. The way there's not a ton of parking there. There's tons of people hanging out. It's a really smart thing. It doesn't tie up parking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tie up people at the counter. You know. So okay. So back onto the beer itself, Crusher. Another dank one. This is particularly dank in the aroma. This is I'm getting the, this is the most aroma I think I've had mm-hmm. today from an IPA at least. Sure, if they divulge their hops, I know. Yes, they do. It says do dry, it, well, it says dry hopped with citra. Okay, mm-hmm. Fiddlehead. She told me we do not divulge our hops. So. Yeah, and I wasn't even specifically asking about the kinds of hops. I was just mm-hmm. asking about the character. And I don't really care. 
Yeah, we, were, <laughs> we wanted descriptions. <laughs> I mean, that was that was not like, oh man, I have to know the hopping of Fiddlehead. But so the aroma on this, I'm getting uh, peaches and vanilla again. I'm getting okay. I just had a taste, and I see what you like. A lot of vanilla. I'm I haven't tasted it yet, but just on the nose. This is the so much vanilla. The more appropriate version of Hetty Topper for today mm. is, I think, the, the best way to to think about it because it's still got a, a pretty sharp. There, there's. It's almost coming off metallic to me how hoppy it is in certain areas. Oh, yeah. There's almost like a burn to it, right? Mm -hmm. Like how there used to be hop burns with some yeah. of those be uh, yeah. beers in the West Coast. This is very, it ends very resiny, mm -hmm. like on the tongue. But it is much more approachable under today's understanding of hazy IPAs than The Alchemist was. Than Hetty Topper. This is The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, Hetty Topper is what I mean. Great. Um in terms of color, it kind of looks the same, right? In terms of everything else about it. So this is like, yeah, this is their more modern heading top, right? I still don't think it's 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 that great. Because I think that the it's too resiny at the end. That that is when it when I get things that verge on metallic, I don't know. Surprisingly, this was canned on seven twelve. I wouldn't have expected it to be so old. Why they wouldn't sell it until last week they they want to have scarcity they want yeah. artificial yeah yeah i'm, I'm the surprised prices were surprisingly the prices were surprisingly good for that for to go beers at the office. oh yeah they were it was four we got f just four four packs right yeah for like 56 dollars or something okay well so there's something on the back here there's a little bit of a of a story, I guess. Uh, Crusher is an American double India pale ale that I started making years. This is uh, John Kimmich, who's the brewer, uh, that I started making years ago at the old pub. Hop heads were constantly asking for more hops, which is kind of hilarious to me because have you tried Eddie Topper? <laughs> uh, so, in the words of Frank Zappa, did you say you want more? Well, here's some more. Uh, while I enjoy hops with the rest of them, I still try to maintain some semblance of balance and drinkability. Uh, beer is oozing with hop flavor and aroma with a very dry finish. I think that's all true, mm -hmm. but I also think the finish is very resiny and bitter. So it's I, – I, I think, like, if you ask the question, what would Hetty Topper be like more drinkable? This is the answer. If you ask what – I also kind of think if you ask what um, – what is what is uh, stone like if you take out some of the more offensive parts? It's okay. still kind of like this. They're still about crushing you with hops. But yeah, so this is you know this is a this is a hazy, arrogant bastard, but a drinkable version of it. But I'm not a big fan. I'll be honest. How about you, Shannon? I just had one of these the other night, and I'm wondering if it's because I brushed my teeth. And remember, we're putting a microscope. Probably because we're paying such good. Yeah, this is this Maybe is a perfectly so. drinkable beer that if you had it, you know, just while you're doing something else, you'd be fine with it. But if we're 
really putting our mm-hmm. analysis, you know, our hats yeah. on and going and telling that there's... It's a little bit of a disappointment tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a great beer, but um, there's a lot of that resiny... Yeah. I don't know, it's just that metallic kind of... Case that just lingers. It's it's the lingering, I think, that that makes it. Yeah, it's so weird because two days ago, she and I both had Crusher and Phil had, and they were just way more delicious Mm -hmm. in the setting where we Mm -hmm. drank them two days ago than right now. Yeah, I get it. That you know, that's something that 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 can happen. Um, I bet you you did not expect this late cruiser to be no, uh, to be shining heads and. Entails over everything else. I, I, you know, it was just a starter. Yep. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's funny how things, you know, what what happens when you when you put that microscope on when you when you change your mode. Well, why? But at the end of the day, we you know we crushed it. So, what does that say? Exactly. All right. So, what do we have next? We got another Vermont beer. This is from Foam Brewers in Burlington, and this is um, that was another rainy day trip. Yeah, built to spill, built to spill. I can't typewrite. Built to spill is a rock band. It so is. What does anything to do with this rock, with the rock band? They're an American indie rock band that formed in Boise, Idaho, in 1992. Probably not, but unless they're in Burlington now. All right, well, I'm, I didn't write that down. What's the What's the brewery? Foam Brewers. F O A M. Yep. Is <laughs> Is it Is it possible that Built to Spill is the um, line of beers, and the beer is called Jackson Tupper? No. No? Okay. This is literally called Built to Spill. Okay. Uh, and it is 8% alcohol by volume. The artist's name is Jackson Tupper. Oh, the okay. artist of the label. Uh, and the ta- and let's see. This is Candle on my birthday. Yeah. Dun, 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 Happy dun, birthday. Oh, and there's a timestamp on this one, too. What's, what's the date? So I don't know your birthday. July 19th. July 19th. Happy, bur- happy belated birthday. Thank you. And he took me to an amazing restaurant while we were out there in cool. Maine for, after we hiked. <laughs> no, we went home and showered. First. Yeah, we went home. Of and course, right. But, but you still were probably like, yeah. give me something to eat. <laughs> 908. It doesn't say. A.M. or P.M., so I'm not really sure if it was... Probably not running at 9 P.M. Probably not. So I don't see that it... I don't see anything indicating that it has anything to do with the band. But it was just funny that Built the Spill was the first... By far the first thing that came up. So, like, none of this has anything about... Like, I'm I'm going to first Built the Spill just on Google, and none of this has anything about the beer. What's the description on this? There's none. Double India Paleo. So 
So color-wise, we have a very light straw color. Very. It's a hazy. So you know that it's, we're not going to be able to. It's oh, it's not opaque. That's the word I'm looking for. One where you can see light through it. Uh, translucent. Translucent. Uh, the smell on this one's not fruity. It's staying away from fruit for me. But I already, already mouthed it, and <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that <laughs> phrasing. I already mouthed it. That's wonderful. That's from the whiskey tribe. You two. Uh, they, don't, they don't drink. They mouth it. They mouth it. Um, I have to well, admit. Hat tip to the it, whiskey tribe. That it is great. definitely fruity. Oh yeah. Okay. So the, yeah, the aroma is super closed off for me. I'm, I'm getting lemon, mm-hmm. orange. Mm. Yeah, like the, the the lemon orange oils. Take a sip because you it'll confirm your what your nose is telling mm-hmm. you. There's definitely a lemon oily thing. It's mm. mm. like number one for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is different. Um, because this is like with that oily thing, you get sort of that resin or whatever that is up front, but. It doesn't leave you with a lingering resiny. Uh, it leaves you with sort of a lingering, somewhat spicy, hoppy note, I guess. Spicy. Uh, so a little bit, a little bit. Uh, maybe, maybe even verging on piney. But it, the 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 big resin notes are right up front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like one of those lemon hard candies. You mm-hmm. know, you get flavors from that. What is that hard candy? That because that's what I was thinking of the the lemon hard candies. I just know they're like grandma candies. I don't know. Uh-huh. The, I don't know the the what what else to, to say about them other than they were you know like the kind you know when you get well, those um, cough drops but without well, we used, all the menthol. They used to be like hop candies, right? Yeah, that yeah, were we probably a guy made them here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's probably other ones, but a guy made them here in Pittsburgh, and we had a handful. Um, they were only. It was so far back that they were just made with, like, Cascade and Chinook and things like that. They were mildly interesting. I bet you they'd be a lot better today. To look yeah. It'd be cool to be able to get, like, a hit of some of some hops without having to drink a beer to do it, right? Without having to go get a bunch of alcohol in you to get a nice flavor of hop. There, there are the hop seltzers, that are, but, like, the, the Lavanitas made one. I liked them, but they- I never had one. Actually, I don't think I've ever had, I've ever had a hop seltzer. But that feels like it's still a whole drink you have to do, as opposed yeah. to a little candy. Okay, I liked them, but they weren't at a price point where it could be like the thing in your fridge to drink. All sure, day. sure. So. Like it's not going to be like a Lacroix or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the, this is definitely one of the more interesting beers we've had tonight because, in terms of IPA, it's doing something I haven't really had before i almost put this one back on the shelf so you didn't have to drink yet another ipa i'm glad i left it out <laughs> yeah i i'm just really worried that if we sit on the ipas for too long we're not gonna have they're gonna fade you know no, I, I i totally get it no i understand the the motivation believe me what there's a much larger variety of stuff down there it's <laughs> not well, a IPA. let's get something yeah we can get a dessert beer i'll go grab a dessert beer yeah in the meantime, we will we will stall. So we will stall. 
or we will. No, I got to unclip my microphone. We don't. Yeah, that's it's a whole new, whole new feature of the show. And there is, and the hopefully those mic sounds you won't hear, because the AI will take care of them all. Let's hope so. And let's hope the recording is perfect. Oh God, yeah. Well, I haven't seen you for a month. It's good to see I you. I know. I missed you. Although I have to tell you, I love Maine. How could you not? I love Cape Cod. There's nothing. It's, it, it, it's a it's a beautiful place, and there's. Things that you can't you get there that you can't get here, which is nice. But I think it's also nice to to visit a place and and to be a little sad you didn't get to experience everything you wanted to, as opposed to being just all right. I'm done. <laughs> I can go back now. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, felt like this is the place I need to be. I think that it, it's good to have that pull. Because I felt like that when I was in Seattle. It was just, it was such a beautiful place, and just the, everything about it was amazing. It was like, yeah. I, I, man, if I could live here, that'd be so cool. Yeah, but, I remember loving Seattle, mm -hmm. and I've been there multiple times, um, and San Francisco. And uh, I went to... Gosh, I can't remember the beach that I went to right before I left San Francisco. But um, Half Moon Bay. Right, right, yeah. yeah. And I remember how beautiful that was. Mm -hmm. And I've been longing for that ever since, you know, because I grew up in Florida. Sure, so I love sure. the beaches, but I also love the mountains. So when, when we got to Maine, I, I, think I that, was that, yeah, just that, like, oh, my gosh, this is... This is the best of all the everything, all the thing, yeah. like everything that we love or I love, but Jeff loves too. Um, you have the four seasons. When it's cold, it stays cold. So you're not mm -hmm. falling out and then trying to re readjust. But um, you've got those mountains and the ocean and the... You also happen to be in an area of the United States that is not as grossly affected by climate change yeah. as the rest of the country. It is the least populated state. It has the best air quality of all the states in the U.S. Um, and... Oh, what are... Uh, we tried to find some reasons not to want to move there and we really couldn't come I, up with any and we even talked to mainers and i would think that one of the reasons would be winters can be just a bl empty landscape of white for and feet of it yeah so for sure but the um the the nice thing about it for us, we have those hobbies, you know, the woodworking mm, and the, yeah, yeah, these yeah. things that we can do indoors. Um, and we can do those in the winter and not feel guilty about not being outside. Right. You know, um, and that will keep us occupied and keep us from going stir crazy in the winter. Or at least we hope. 
I, I, I mean, that's the thought. Like, well, uh, we can talk about more more about yeah, this on, sure. on the the post show because I do also want to talk about sort of what advantages Pittsburgh has, which you don't necessarily always think about, but which I think that we the the, the fact that we live here is not necessarily a coincidence. All right. What so um, I brought two. I'll let you choose. Maybe we have one. Maybe we have both. I don't know. I don't make the rules. We have one from Lone Pine called Holy Donut. It is a beer with cacao nibs and toasted coconut aged in bourbon barrels. Sure. And then we have Foul Mouthed Brewing Company Grand Cru, which is a barrel-aged strong ale. Uh, three years aging, careful blending. So the line here is both these are barrel-aged. Mm-hmm. Both of these are around what ten percent you said? I didn't say, but I'm sure there. This one was bottled in 2020. This one was bottled a year ago. Um, looking for the ABV: eleven point three versus. I think it was ten, ten and a half. I'll be right back while you okay. all decide. I don't see it. Do you did see I, it? Did I hear? I thought, yeah, it's right there in the middle. Right in the middle. Oh, <laughs> 10 and a half. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, you can't put your headphones next I'm to the so microphone. Sorry. I'm sure the AI will take care I of that so you won't hear that. Uh, unless we're stuck with the <laughs> with the backup recording that you then don't, pro- don't process at all. You hear everything. Right. Um, okay. I think, hmm. Like, I would say if, if we were only doing one, then I probably would go for the foul mouth. But if we're doing both... And we might, we're probably going to do a long post show, so it probably yeah, would We don't would make be, the rules. Yeah. Since rules are made to be broken. All right. Holy Donut from Lone Pine. Uh, we visited their tap room in Portland, Maine. I think their main brewery is outside of Portland in Gorham, Maine. Okay, so Holy Donut is a place in Portland, Maine. So I imagine this is... It could be collab. A collab. Holy Donut Beer. Lone Pine. They also have a blueberry glaze version. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I mean, if if something says donut on it, you should expect that kind of aroma. We're going to be drinking bourbon barrel aged and sour shit for the next six months. Oh, great. But I mean, but legit, great, because that, that's always awesome stuff. But okay, so is there anything else on this holy donut? Because it seems like all of the holy donuts, there are a bunch of comparisons, and there are a bunch of collaborations, and they all have flavors. It says, caution, beer in this bottle is delicious. May I see? May it, I it is the Cocoa Nibs Coconut. That's what I was looking for. All right, what are we looking at? The holy now that I'm donut. Back, this is from... Lone Pine. Hmm? Actually, Lone, Pine. Lone, Lone Pine. Lone Pine. Where was that? That was the day that we were after kayaking. Okay, so uh, it was the one. Oh. Remember, there was the one in the front and then the back above it? Mm-hmm. It was the one in the front. Okay, okay. So this is their first one. Holy their God. dark chocolate toasted coconut. And uh, it's taken a little bit to load. It was bottled May 13th of last year. 
Or at least it was the first one that's showing up on their list, but I don't know why there is the first one. The release date was April 2019. This one was bubbled in 2020. Interesting. Interesting. That smells good. The aroma is a combination of barrel aging oak and bourbon, and it is of toasted coconut. The cocoa nibs don't really come through in the room, but the coconut does. Definitely the coconut and the barrel. A little raisiny. Like the imperial stout part of it is kind of that like kind of raisiny, kind of barley, roasted malt kind of aroma. Okay, so this is made with Columbus hops. Really classic, just just there to add a little bit of bitterness to, to counteract the sweetness. Not really flavoring much at all. Yep. Use them early in the boil so they just provide the bittering uh, components. In terms of malt, we got pale carapil, roasted barley, chocolate malt. Um, and in terms of other, main potato donuts from the Holy Donut. <laughs> toasted coconut and cocoa. Potato donuts, huh? Potato donuts. Potato donuts. So the Holy Donut. Oh, we did. We read that. Uh, yes. And we never had any. No, we didn't. Before we left, we read about potato donuts. I'm like, we should try those. Yeah. I mean, potato bread is really sweet and delicious, so I don't yeah. see why potato donuts wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But we forgot about them until you just made yeah. us realize we, now we have to go back. Shoot. <laughs> Next week? <laughs> the The... The Holy Donut, so when you were away, we found out, because the first uh, result from the Holy Donut was, in fact, the Holy Donut, uh, which is a you know donut place in Portland. So this is a collaboration. Okay. And they have a bunch of different flavors, but this is the uh, dark chocolate toasted coconut version. Definitely. Definitely smell the dark chocolate. I mean... You get this. I mean, the first thing I think you you notice is like just off the bat, sweet and there's uh, and barely. But yeah, when you when you delve into it, that cocoa really comes mm-hmm. through. We just pulled these out of the fridge, and these are the beers that should be drank the warmest. So we're all here clamping our hands around our Spiegelau beer tulips. Warming those beers up. Yeah, and feeling that, that that cold spot in your hands that you know is sort of indicative of, okay, this thing needs a lot of heat put into it. A lot. Okay. I, I mean, I took a sip already, and it just you tasted did? kind of, no. well, but it's too cold, right? So it tasted yeah. kind of sharp and monotone. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. This, this needs to be, I would say, ideally, you need this to be probably at least 50 degrees Pro- Fahrenheit, which... Let's see, Celsius, God, I don't know. Uh, I've never learned how to convert. 12? Something like that. You, you multiply it by I don't, 5 I don't and know. divide it by I, 9 and I'm then add. Yeah. Old enough now that I don't need to know. It's fine. That's what Google's for. Somewhere in that or range, of, uh, between 12 and 20%, I think, is, is where you want it to be at least. So I'm thinking... And uh, because let's see, because here's here's the way I think about it. Okay, zero is freezing, and I know that like fifty degrees is like way too hot for people. Like, well, like it, it's like, it's 20, like it, that's like one hundred twenty. Like twenty eight's a nice like a hot day, right? So, so yeah, it probably ten to twelve degrees, mm-hmm. probably in the fifties. Yeah. I would think 55 would be a really good spot for the, you know, just because we're talking about stupid things. But, yeah, 50 would be good, I think, up to 55. Getting up to 60 is probably going to get a little too warm. 
Like, or, yeah, apologies to everyone who's not in the U.S. that we're using these weird ingredients. Maybe the AI will fix it for us. <laughs> but I, I, will, I will say, on the other hand, come on, guys. You all know that you have some stupid things that you, you continue to do, too. <laughs> this is our thing. Let us have it. It's still not warm enough. I don't want to taste it yet. It's getting there. I agree. From the taste, it is still not warm enough. But I, I know there's a lot did. there. There's a lot there. there there's um, ooh, there's caramel. There's um, mmm, that that's real good. <laughs> that's like a that's like a brownie, like a caramel. Oh yeah, it does have a big like like very fresh out of the oven brownie mm-hmm. type. Flavor. Yeah. yeah, one that's not fully cooked that's still kind of a little, doughy like, a little walnut in there even but yeah. Hmm. yeah that's a good call the walnut because it makes me think yeah the walnut bitters that i have for old fashions yeah. and stuff i love that stuff mm-hmm. love it love it love it and since you just said walnut i'm like mm-hmm. oh wait that's that's in there yeah, yeah. i get it that's probably because i had a walnut maple ice cream there's pl- plenty of great ice cream places around cape cod and so i had some walnut maple ice cream and it was like yeah that's a good combination. <laughs> so walnut was kind of like recently in my mind. Mm-hmm. The palate drips kind of stuff. Yeah. Already the, the nice thing is I can feel that, you know, my hands are transferring at least less heat. Yeah. So they're, uh, so this is at a pretty good spot. Color wise, we have a very dark brown. Oh yeah. With I don't know. I mean, you could probably call them tannish highlights, but it's pretty viscous. It stains the side of the glass yes. when you filled it. It's yeah. not Dark Lord viscous, but it's pretty viscous. It's you. You, you see the lacing. Lacing right. definitely occurs here. I'm gonna go ahead and admit that I'm ignorant to this. What viscous? Mm, thick. It sticks to the glass. Viscosity. So, uh, like honey is more viscous than water. Okay. So, like, the glass is brown after you stand it back up. The brown is sticking to the glass. I should have known that. Hey, we, we all learn things all it's the time. It's like legs. I mean, yeah. I mean, we called them. That's what I always referred to uh, when I was drinking wine. We had legs. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's similar on the glass to, to legs, but I don't think it, it's necessarily from the same... Mm-hmm. Uh, Source, because I, 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 I think that the, the the legs and the glass would probably be some. I mean, is it from? Okay, so the thing is that a more alcoholic drink is going to be more viscous than uh, than a less one, a less alcoholic drink. But that's not the only difference. So there's also like an oiliness, right? That would add to it. I don't know. It, it, it's it's never hard looked, to say. I've never looked into it. Yeah. But, I mean, when I want an imperial stout that brings the things, yeah. I want yes. roast. I want booziness. I want I want it to stain that glass brown after I tilt the glass. And I would say that if you're looking for that perfect roasted stout, this is just a little bit too sweet. But uh, it, it's, it, it's nearing that. Like, it's hitting that. Those those notes that you really 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 want, so it's up there. But yeah. I think that especially in the front of this, it's a little sweet. I mean, it's a donut beer, a potato donut. a potato donut beer. It's 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 going to be sweet, but 
So you wouldn't expect it necessarily to hit that perfect note, but it's getting close, it is. which is impressive. So when we're rating these at the end of the show, mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard because this is more of a dessert yes. type of a beer. But, but, but you make the rules. You can rate You can rate however you want. However you want. Whatever you thought was the yummiest, whatever you think whatever was you most think representative is... of the style, what do you think just deserves props. I mean, whatever you want. You, we don't tell you how to grade it. We just tell you you have to. <laughs> But but your how you want to do it is that's all you. Baby. But you must stress over it. You can't just be flippant about it. Mm, we let it happen occasionally, and it's never fun unless it's in, in, unless you, you you use some you use something like it could be the one that's the most red, right? Of them, but you've got to come up with but it. But you got to figure out why this one's more red than that one. Once you do, yeah, everything works. But if you're just flippant about it. We've tried. You'll, you'll break the show. It doesn't. Do it. it just. It does. Yeah. You you break the show. The whole the whole thing falls, and it, it's worse than deleting it. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I was pretty devastated about uh, episode five and nine. So take mad. one. She was so mad. Not like, mad. I mean, sad. Not mad. sad. Yeah. Sad. Like, because it was a good show. It, really it was, was a good show. That you have There's a lot of things we talked. We talked about. Anchor Brewing and their shutdown. It's been so long now. Yeah. If if you've been under a rock, Anchor Brewing, uh, they were sold to you know an investor a long time ago, and then to Sapporo after that. And Sapporo said, "F you guys," and then the the employees tried to buy it, and Sapporo's like, "You ain't got enough money." So that's where we're at right now. So. Yeah. No, there, there was great stuff in that show. It was there, there were there were discussions and 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 there were like revelations about each other. It was great. That, that we all now, it's all more personal than anything else now because you guys missed out on it. But yeah, maybe maybe yeah. if the AI had recorded it, we could have had it written down. Here's what I, well, so the recording, the SD card was bad. So like 10% of every 10 seconds was lost. No, I'm, and I'm not saying you should have posted no, that. No, but what I, I had the transcription of what it got and then I was going to, I was hoping I could find a free place to feed the transcription back into text-to-speech. Oh, God. <laughs> and then have us, like, like have text-to-speech us with the, that would be fun and at least a laugh. It'd be novel. It'd be, <laughs> it would be novel. We did that whole skit, too, at mm-hmm. the end in the post-show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. We did the whole thing in the post-show about a... Um, well, you asked AI to to write a craft radio well, we can do episode, it and we did it, but we kind of didn't do it right because we just yeah. we, we just improved off of it. We did, but and we it was great. We can do it again. I still have it. Yeah, okay. that, that's the advantage of Discord because I think if we're, we're probably going to do it again, and we're probably going to do the same thing, but you'll be able All to right. see the original transcript and what we <laughs> riffed on because I think Jeff wanted us. You, your I original wanted to idea do it straight. was just straight. Right. Which was just you can read it if you want that. I mean, it's a little like because we I think that I think we all felt like there's not enough of us here. We have to like using this as something we can put ourselves into sure. is a lot more fun than just uh yeah, reading no, it straight. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't against it. It just yeah, if I was doing it with just my input, I would have done it straight because it just it's ridiculous on its own. 
but it's, it's fun. And we're so, going, so we have to do it again. So check out a part show, and, and you'll be able to find the transcript on Discord, which I'm sure we'll say a bunch. But we do want to remind everybody, Discord, the Discord. Discord, everybody. Yeah, that was that was another thing, is we had a month without people joining Discord because yeah, yeah. that wasn't out there. And we have the channels in there that, you know, you can send us recommendations. Yeah. If you want to hear a particular song for the intro or do you want Yeah, we did anything. all this pitch last time. Yeah, give us intro songs. Yeah. yeah. Give us things, you, I don't you know, give us, us to talk about. Topics, topics that you want us to talk about. Uh, Speaking of topics I want to talk about, we talked about Justified recently. And well, there's this. It's a post well, show. Well, that's post show. Yeah, post that's post show. But I want to shit on it so bad here. Oh, I know, but but look, <laughs> I I waited till post show to, to to do my Picard rant. Okay, all right. Oh, justifying the post primeval in the show is going to be long. <laughs> Eel. Always Eel. Eel. The, these days, post shows are about you know, probably longer than the main show. All right. Just, so, just to remember you. I know I have to get we up have at a eight commitment in the yep. morning. <laughs> and I look, I'm not like I'm still exhausted, so I'm, I'm not gonna stay forever. No karaoke tonight. No, no. Sure. no. <laughs> All right. So this last one is Oh, we're having another. We're yeah. we're, we're drinking both. I thought we were choosing yeah. between yeah. the no, two. No, no, we're oh, there are, there shoot. Ain't no I rules. need to drink. The only up. rule is there's no rules. The thing is, it's going to be a very long post show. Crap. Okay. You're going to have to chug it. You're going to, like, you're going to go, you're going to dip out of here and go to sleep and no. not even say goodbye to the listeners. I did that once. Twice. <laughs> did I? Yeah, twice? you did it last time. No, I didn't. Yeah. You've done it twice. You, yeah. I've done it twice. I don't know which times, but you've done it twice. I'm positive I've only done it once. <laughs> nope. I, I don't know. I feel like you bailed last time at the end. Last time. Was episode five oh nine take one, mm-hmm. and I was here the whole time. The whole time. No, it was five oh eight, I think, and then a couple before that, maybe. <sighs> you guys are just throwing me under the bus. Thanks. Hey, that's the show. Deal with it. It's you fine. Wanna, you want to be it's an fine. equal part of the show? You got to take the shit. Too. I didn't ask for equal partnership in the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you got it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So this is foul-mouthed Grand Crew, right? Yes. This looks like Belgian quad. The kind color of is. Think of like a a Belgian strong ale, Belgian quad. No, I'm just trying to okay. analyze the color. So we hit up foul-mouthed when we were in Portland. Uh, I think it was the first day we were. It there. was the first day, and um, they had some decent stuff. I don't think there was anything to totally write home about. But they had a bottle beer to go called Grand Crew. So I figured, yeah, okay. So this is uh this is a at least an on untapped, it's classed as a outbrun. Ooh, it does smell a little yeah. funky, a little wild. Funky so. is for sure. Eleven point three percent Grand Crew. Grand Crew. Grand Crew. So it's been a while since I had an outbrun. Um but for sure. A special place in your heart though. Yes, I think that was one of my first like, uh, whoa, this is what beer can be type beers. And what was that? Which one was that? Oh boy, I can almost picture the label, but I can't. Yeah, name I, I can't names. remember the name of it. But it was, it was like, wow, this is this is uh, well, you a know, special type of beer. It's less sweet tarts than like a Flanders, mm-hmm. and you know, like there is totally although it is a Flanders style, like it's a Flanders brown. Yeah, so it's 
than a Flanders Red. Right. But it, there's totally like Cosmic Mother Funk Grand Crew totally feels half to two thirds yes. old brood, you know. So is it Petrus? Was it the Petrus old brood? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I have no idea what you all are talking about. We're talking about a beer that way back in the day was like still like was this sort of sourness that no like n- even as drifters in the craft beer world we hadn't experienced yet. War. I don't recognize well, it, so I don't legitness. know. That was legitness. Legitness. Yeah, I, I, do you know what that's from? Not really. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, I've never I've never heard that one before. Okay. Uh but okay, so what are we talking about when we're talking about Alper? We're talking about basically, so if, if you've ever experienced a Flanders Red, which is which which one was the Flanders Red that we had? The one that was the I mean, there's Rodenbach, Rodenbach is the main Rodenbach, one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the, the fooder-aged beers that you've had, right, where they're kind of sweet tarts, you know, like that's Flanders Red. Flanders, an old Brun is fooder-aged as well, usually, but it doesn't have that sweet tarts as much as it. But it's more of that culture of that kind of lactic, PDO, funky thing. I mean, this is a lot less, like, lactic dominant, right? There's, there's, that's the thing about the Flanders style is is that it's, more of crazy, crazy bacteria stuff as opposed to just like pure lactic, which is like, for example, the, the Goza or, or, you know, simple sours or stuff tend to, Mm -hmm. you know, in just, just pure lactic. Um, it has a pear flavor. Like oh. uh, it, it, it's Ooh, really it's, so it's, it's a really good. Cough. It's tart, but it's kind of like a, a underripe pear. Mm. Pear. Pear. Like one well, of those yellow pears, but like they're not like super sweet. Like when it's still a little bit tart and kind of firm in the flesh. Shannon's I'm trying to faces. get too too acidic. It well, is. I guess I've never eaten an underripe. Pear? See, to me, weirdly, um, I'm not getting the, oh, a huge acidic note here. I'm getting a lot of maple. Maple? Um, yeah. Um, maple. Apple. Dark maple. Sour apple. Mm-hmm. It has to be sour it, apple. Yeah, like, but, for, but for some reason, my, my brain is going around the sour. I don't know why. Because it's definitely there and it's strong. Like why? Why is my brain just like? Oh yeah, the sour. Maybe it's just I'm used to the to the style enough that I'm just okay to be dialed in. I don't know why I'm not noticing the sour because it's strong and it's absolutely there. But for some reason, I feel like my brain is just sort of jumping around it. Yeah, that's that's strange because it's it's a big part of the flavor. It kind of eat it eats away any kind of body that the beer has. Yeah. Like the maltiness is like kind of pushed out of the way because of this pear juice, this like tart pear juice yeah. flavor. But all I'm focusing on is 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 the end, and I can't get the maple. I can't hmm. get there. Hmm. I don't like the end. Okay. I don't like what I'm tasting on the end. What are you tasting? I even get notes of celery at the end there. Do you get that? Celery seed? Celery seed? Yes, celery seed is good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, I was going to say tannins, but... Yeah, like, yeah, there's definitely that. 
or just that metallic. There's a big woodiness too. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. There's oak is a thing in this. Yeah. Why is my brain skipping I, I, past as, this? As we, as we talk about this, like it's going to help us like either lead us each, lead each other astray and be just <laughs> stupid about it or help us dial us in. So like, I think if you take a sip and think about how it's like astringent oak, then it might take away from some of the acidity. Like that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the foul mouth yeah. brand crew. From it's Portland. weird if you you can approach it different ways, and your brain will notice different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty rare. Well, that's kind of like the placebo me. effect. Yeah. With but that's the thing with blind tasting, right? right? With yes. blind tasting, yeah. No, it's absolutely true. It, 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 I guess it's rare in, in in that the beer will make you want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of being able to do that with anything, it's just probably not rare at all. Just mm-hmm. to think of something. Devote your thoughts to it, and that's what you're going to notice. That's not like, rare at all. But like, if I'm like thinking, okay, ocean spray, sea salt, and take a sip, mm-hmm. right? I'm probably going to get more brininess, you know. So sure, that's a good point. Um, it may be why my brain was skipping past. Do that. Thinking, Do that. Think about like ocean spray, sea salt. That's what I'm doing right now, and it, it definitely tastes more I, briny. To me. I taste the sea salt. The brininess, yes. Yeah, I can taste. Oh, okay. And it yeah. makes it oh. less. It makes it seem less acidic. Less tart. Yeah. Wow. It's all in your head, man. Yeah. Do we define our own it's reality? It's a mind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not allowed to say that word. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Like the only thing I can think of that maybe is somewhat comparative to that is the kid who's like the. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you know? Do you have a? You know what the kid I'm talking about? Where it's it's just him trying to say. I even forget what he's trying to say, but it's it's something about a dream. I think. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's a classic, which of course you don't recognize, but I think you did. You, you understand? See, th- we missed it. Did you see they just had a uh, showing at Bottle Rocket? Uh, no, of the twentieth anniversary of the room. And, I I wouldn't. And, wanna... and Mock was that? Who? Mock or Mark? Mark? Mock? <laughs> Mock? 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 Oh, hi, Mock. Mock is Mock. Are you from Massachusetts that? now? No, it, it's it's a, so yeah, it, it's it's a. It's a difficult thing to explain or even why you'd want to care unless you've seen it already. And I think you should only see, like, you should really just watch, like, a Rift Tracks version of it. Mm-hmm. Because then you'll get you'll get as much as you need and at least it will be entertaining. Watching it in a room full of people, that would probably be a lot of fun. Sure, but but like, like um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, you have to know what you're getting into and know what, what, the, what the things are. It's not... Doing it on your own for the first time, it's just that's not going to be that interesting. And it, it's just going to feel like everyone's in on a joke and you're not, mm-hmm. which is the case. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would not recommend good candy. Yeah, good candy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got some, uh, I got some candy. These were, I think, what, uh, uh, some kind of, some tropical flavor. They look like they're Canadian. They're not. They're, uh, they have a red maple leaf right there. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. A red maple leaf. Um, Somehow I managed to find them in Pittsburgh <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're having them. Uh, and they're tasty. Kind of tart. A little tart. Just mm-hmm. like the beer we're A drinking. A little tart. Yeah. Good beer. But I think the right kind of Very, tart, right? I yeah. mean, that's why I decided to. Mm-hmm. Okay, take so. I guess we got to rank now, huh? I think we have. Um, to. I think that we're we're at the we're at that edge. All right, who wants to go first? Rochambeau. Well, let's let's put these in some order. All right. So Twin Barnes was first. Okay. Hill Farmstead was second. Okay. Are you talking the drinking no, order? No, about the, 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 the order the, the, that the, the we drank order. them. Then was what a first and last things, right? Fiddlehead. Then um, no. oh, fiddle. Yeah, no, fiddle. I got fiddlehead next. Hill Farmstead was second. Oh, f- oh, wow. Okay, wow. I messed that mm-hmm. up. Okay, okay. Um, and then Allagash Dazen. Right. Then. And then we had the Alchemist um, Crush. And then we have Phoneberries. Yes, I think Jeff got it. Okay. So I'm going to take a picture so that we can have this. She has notes. I mean, picture no, it, no, it, it's absolutely wonderful that you have Discord. notes because, yeah, but the picture is for Discord and get on that Discord. Give me a, give me a smile. Give Jeff. me a D for Discord. Or is that backwards? That's backwards. <laughs> you got all that background shit. That's fine. No one's no, going to pay attention. No. I, I'm gonna, I'm it's, gonna, only, it's only Discord. Yeah. And, and do it even lower. So just, you're, you're barely in it, Jeff. Okay. And now Shannon's in it. Okay, wait, let me let me go back a little bit. Okay, cool. Got it. All right. All right. All right. Rochambeau does he goes first? Oh, oh. Three papers. <laughs> fucking hell. One, two, three. Okay, one, two, three, shoot. Okay. One, one two, two, three, shoot. Oh Shannon wins. Shannon wins. Shannon oh, hey, Shannon shoot. Kind of both. I wasn't ready to go first. Well, you, so you won the race. I, I won, which means I get to choose okay. where That's I fun. want to go. Okay. No, you get to you get to choose. You pick oh, the order. I see. You pick I the order. Okay, pick. okay. You pick who goes mm-hmm. first. You goes you tell us who goes first. All right. Greg, go for it. Okie dokie. All right. Hmm. In last place. Of first and last things. That was, as I remember it, just, I didn't, I didn't like it. I think it was too much. It overdid what it was trying to do. And there were other things that were overdoing it a bit, but not as much as that one. So in second place, in in next to last place, I'm going to go Fiddlehead. All right. Um, I think a somewhat modernized uh, Hetty Topper, but still a little just kind of not what you want out of the full thing. Uh, trying to remember Built to Spill to see where it goes. 
That was Damn. that was the one the the lemon the lemon oil lemon one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so crusher would be next uh, crusher is is modernized heady copper <laughs> with a bit of a dank uh, overtone um, and I I appreciated the approach but I also think you know take it down a notch and and you'll probably be better. Okay. All right. I'm going to put foul mouth next. This is the ground crew. This is the out brewing that we are having right now. I think that the, the ability that we have to just change it based on what we're thinking about uh, is very interesting. And, and that it supports all that is cool. But it, in terms of enjoyableness, which is what I'm sort of going by, uh, probably it's kind of middle of the pack here with, I think, I think I'm going to go the Allagash next. Um, because also I like, I liked what it was trying to do, but didn't complete the circle. It didn't, it, it, I love a great cocktail beer and this was sort of like half of one and I would have liked it to just go all the way to, to, to take that really big swing. And it sort of just took half a swing. Uh, so, you know, it got a, it got a nice double out of it, but you could have hit um, mm-hmm. a, um, a triple or even had ground or who knows, uh, belt the spill comes in next. I think this was the, uh, I I might even throw this down some. I'm not sure. I don't remember it that well. It was I, like the lemon candy one. Yeah, I seem to remember I liked it, but it feels too high. Okay. Um maybe maybe I'll put it after the Grand Crew and before the I mean, you did like it when you were drinking it. I did, but you you were more excitable about the built to spill than the day's end. Okay, then that's probably true. All right, I, I, I'll, I'll go with your uh, recollection. With your recollection, because I can't quite remember it. Uh, Holy Donut comes in next. Yeah, really close to 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 a perfect Creole Stout, but a little kind of sweet on on the front, uh, and but captures a lot of what you'd like and. <laughs> Believe it or not, I mean, this Twin Barn, is done, this was a wonderful way to start off. Yeah, and it's like this brewery that we didn't know about. Yeah. And I felt like this is an all-timer in terms of, yeah, I would just buy packs of this. Absolutely. <laughs> this would be a go-to. And you don't find a go-to very often. So snap, that's snap, why this is number snap one. Snap a picture of your lineup, so just make it easier posting the notes. Sure. All right. <laughs> It's funny that of first and last things is is uh, so is you know, the last we, we do the first. rankings right and the, the beerists they kind of just put them into buckets they do like worth it kind of worth it not worth it kind uh-huh. of things I, they have they have better names I can't think for me but we should do like Mary fuck kill it's <laughs> <laughs> not enough to do it right uh, but okay so um. Mm, okay, so marry, fuck, kill of these. All right. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Um, hmm. It, it, this is kind of weighted, I think. Okay. But I'm going to say 
are going to be a little a little different than you might expect. Okay. But I'm going to say marry Lake Charles. That's the one I want to be with. Mm-hmm. Fuck Holy Donut. Because damn. I want to I want to try that out. It's moist, man. <laughs> Look at that body. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, and and kill, uh, kill fiddlehead. No, no, yeah. stop it, stop it. All right. Do you want to go next? Or you want me to go? Nope. I want you to go next. All right. So I'll do the traditional ranking, then I'll do my MFKs. Um, Greg, you you're you're pretty dialed in here. I, I it it. Bugs me that the lens of the show causes me to not enjoy beers that I just enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is so weird. Um, every beer on this table is a delicious beer, yes. but tonight with the lens, they weren't all delicious. I am going to have to put first and last things in last place. It just wasn't bright enough. It was it was delicious. Uh, oh, I don't it was a I enjoyed it for being a dry um so- southern hemisphere styled hazy IPA but it didn't bring it like the rest of the beers did um fiddlehead where I thought oh this is deliciously dank just 2 days ago today it was meh dank mm-hmm. weird so second to last place. Um, you need to p- place them in order so you can take they are. the picture. They're still in the order. Um, I think I'm going to keep going Greg's train. I'm going to put the crusher in third from last place. Um, th- now, they're getting to the place where every beer beyond this was... Actually, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to put the Grand Crew... In third that. place, because there was highly reasonable. It was that that pear acidity and everything. It was less yummy than the crusher. The crusher still had good yummy to it. Um, so the foul-mouthed Grand Crew was a little over sour. Uh, I did enjoy the pear flavor, but it was like underripe green pears. Like um, I don't know um, ones that grew in my neighbor's yard back in my old place um well i'm not sure about this yet okay, so i'll grab yeah. your i'll grab the phone in a minute uh crusher has a great juiciness to it i enjoyed what it was giving i didn't i didn't classify it as dank as greg did i also i think i see it a little bit different than heady than a modernized heady but it, it's small little things i'm just mentioning here to fill some air because um, we need filling, right? Because this isn't long enough. Yeah. I am going to put the built to spill next. That one was different. It was thin body. It had a light body to it. Had that lemon drop type flavor to it. Um, it was in a show where we were doing all double IPAs and IPAs. That one stood out mm-hmm. in um, being. Fool and and whatnot. Um, I'm gonna put the holy donut next. The holy donut 
There's lots of things I really liked about that. I liked the barrel. I liked the booziness. I liked the coconut. I liked the the sweetness. And there was a little metallic note in there that kept it from being like a 9.9 on my mm-hmm. scale, right? There was just this one little thing. A little bit drier, a little bit more boozy. And um, damn. 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 Uh, day's End. Uh, Shannon's right. Thank you, Shannon, for making me buy a four-pack of that. Mm-hmm. It really hit the spot as our palate cleanser tonight. It really hit the spot just feeling like drinking a Boulevardier. Like, uh, you know... A, Brittany, bitch. <laughs> um, really like the... That's my Shannon tribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with Greg and put the Lake Cruiser in the top spot. Um, it was just grapefruit juice and yummy grapefruit juice. Um, presumably not added grapefruit juice, but... Didn't taste like it. Super good. Uh, Mary, fuck, kill. I'm going to... Mary the Allagash. I am going to fuck the crusher. And I am going to... You have to do it now. Kill oh, shit. the Grand Crew. Mary. Consummate. <laughs> no, it's really fuck because it's really kill. about it's about that. Which one do you want to fuck? Shit. Guys. Like I would like, like I guess in, in, in throwing these new things at me. In marriage terms, maybe it's it's I'm new who's to on all your, this, man. Who's on your list, right? <laughs> Which one of these is like Pressure. you're not gonna leave your husband for them, but they're on your your what was what's the list name? The, the 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 hall pass. The hall the pass. Hall pass yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have my hall pass. All right. You do. I don't have any hall passes. Oh bullshit! You're lying to the audience. <laughs> okay. Um. Let me just. Can I just? You can. You can. You can take a order to reconnoiter and get this. Um, play some music or something. Yeah. How could this happen to me? I made my mistakes. Got nowhere to run. The night goes on as I'm fading away. I'm sick of this life. I just want to scream. How could this happen to me? <laughs> I'm trying to find the oh, that was just a pressure. perfect that, that pressure. was even Wait, more perfect than I could have wanted under pressure <laughs> in terms under of how pressure. that fit under pressure wow that was beautiful yeah there you go okay what? oh you know the whole thing at least like a clip okay here we go uh, wait okay oh shit you guys are killing me man killing me killing me wait Wait, oh. This is exactly 30 seconds long. Oh, is this? Yeah, okay. That that goes there. (laughs) And then that goes there. At least she's stressing over it. Yes, exactly. I have my list, and I've been rating them as I go, but I'm trying to... Oh, shit. What's this one? Shannon, have you ever seen the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. You know where the points don't matter? Are you being mean? No, but do you know where the points don't matter? Points don't matter? Well, come on. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. So good. Oh yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so good. Oh so good. Oh hi Mark. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We got to make sure this stuff sticks in, right? That's the whole point of having it on, on a separate channel, right? So that yeah. the AI doesn't get rid of it. Yeah, no, it will. All these sounds have to be there because they seem to be very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a perfect lead in. All right. I'm going to start with the. Bottom of the list. Bottom. Bottom. She likes it on the bottom. <laughs> Plenty surprisingly, of new <laughs> surprisingly, I am going to have to go with the fiddlehead. Mm -hmm. The uh, dankness. I mean, I really liked it. I actually bought a shirt from there because <laughs> I really, sure. really liked their flagship. Um IPA, but I don't know. The show ruins the everything. The show, it, I mean, we're really critiquing these these Science is a harsh beers, and when you really put them up against each other, I'm going to have to say Fiddlehead is at the bottom of the list. So, okay. Um, next, I am going to go with the... Of uh, first and last things, which was from Hillstead, Hillstead, Farms. Hillstead Farms, which really amazes me because I'm sure it was delicious at the time. <laughs> Nothing, there was there was no beer here that wasn't like, oh wow, I could drink this and and have a blast. Yeah, no drain pours. Yeah, this was Hillstead Farms. Hill Farmstead. Hill, I'm sorry. I know I, I, I introduced that, so that's my that's yeah. Mine. Hill Farmstead. I like Hillstead Farms better. Blew so me that, away that's while I was company, there. Right? What? Isn't that the company that makes like the pepperonis and the cheeses? Maybe. I don't oh, know. yes. It is. I, I believe you're right. Anyways. I still like it better. I like the sound of it better. So this place blew me away. And the Hill Farmstead we sounds have, wrong. I thought there was. 12 more beers from them, which are just all big boys. Yeah. So none of them are hoppy. They're I'm surprised big. that. It's ranking so low tonight. Yeah, me too. Well, all right. It's the fun thing about ranking. You, never, right. you never know. Next. Challenge your preconceptions. Mm -hmm. Thou Um, The Grand Crew. That would be... Um, what did I write about that? Because I was taking <laughs> some notes, but... It was just a little too briny for me. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was so excited. <laughs> so next, I have to tell you, I was so excited about the fact that we got to get Crusher when we went back. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll enjoy it again tomorrow from, when we're just watching TV. Wow. I'm sure I will because it, wow. it's wow. fantastic um, from The Alchemist. Um, I really enjoyed it, but tonight I was a little disappointed. It was a little more dank than um, it was 
two nights ago when yeah. we had it. Crazy. Um, so I don't know. I was, I was really surprised. Ah! <laughs> um, next on my list would be this. Wait. Nope, didn't play. Oh, well, never mind. Foam Brewers, the uh, Built to Spill. Um, very fruity. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, very refreshing. I did. I didn't have any of that dankness. I didn't have any so tannins. Do you remember? Really... Did we have this beer when we were there? Yeah. Okay. If we did, I think this can is better than what we had on draft. Really? I think this can's delicious. And I don't remember. Did you, did you mute me? No. No, I hear it. You hear? It? I don't hear anything. I hear you. Play. I heard a couple things. So you had the Wilhelm screen. Yeah. All right. Let me try this again. Huh. If we have to take a take three of episode 509. <laughs> because of your soundboard. Is it? <laughs> My soundboard has stopped working. They stop sending sounds. Oh, uh, here, uh, unplug that and plug that back in. I will, because I had some great, amazing, uh, saving the amazing best for last. things that would have just changed everything. And yet, not. Uh, and I just got the USB problem, which is that you put it in once it doesn't work. You put it in twice, the flipping around doesn't work. You put it in the third time, flipping around, Absolutely. and it finally works. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me know when I it's should. me, Mario. Okay, so that came back. So what I was trying to do, well, it doesn't really matter, but when you were, yeah, you were just having the argument. And so you're like, tearing me apart, Lisa. It just felt like the uh, right moment. Yeah. So in third, what did we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We did eight tonight? Yeah. I mean, when you have two, when you have three, two people, you do a different show. You yeah. Three yeah. For sure. So it's great. Um, so in third place, we have the Allagash Day's End, which I really thought was going to be in first. I understand why. I'm shocked that I'm putting it in third, but I rated them and took notes as I was going along, and and this is where it landed. So um, I really like it. I really, really do, but I have to tell you, top two are Surprise, better. Yeah. Um. So number two would be the um, holy donut from who did the holy donut? Mon Pod. Okay. Mm -hmm. Holy donut. Loved it. Can't find my notes on it now to talk about it. Where the hell are my notes? Yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, very boozy. I I, I tasted the uh, um, smokiness, the barrel, um, the roasted walnuts, and the dark chocolate. I actually really, really, really loved this one, um, and it was really hard for me to choose between first and second mm. because. I mean, that's apples and oranges in yes, comparison. Yes, they definitely are. They're very, so different. If, very different. If I was looking for a, a more of a dessert, um, 
after dinner um, beverage than I would choose Holy Donut. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be number one. But, but if I was choosing something to go with my meal or just to drink um, on, you know, um, amongst us or anywhere just to have a good time. Else, right? The freaking Twin Barns Lake Cruiser, shockingly. Yeah. You would not have expected um, it to be going in here. I but did. Man, I, it, it's, did all three of us choose that yes, as number one? Yes, all three of us made this number one. Like... So, but which one would you marry? Which one would you fuck? And I and just giving a taste which after one? it, which? I see why it All makes right. it. Ma- give a taste. It makes sense. You understand why when you taste it. And you're like, yeah, this is something I'd have every day. All right. So, which one would I marry? Yeah. Well, because I don't eat dessert every day, mm-hmm. I can't marry the holy donut. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to marry the uh, Lake Cruiser. I would definitely fuck the holy donut, though. Me too. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day of the week. Beard Kuma. <laughs> and which one would I kill? I don't. I couldn't kill any of them because I could kill the fiddlehead. Oh. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I could even kill a first and last things. I. I can't. I feel like I could get, I could get I away. Can't. Let's just slide this time. Yeah, I, I, I can't kill. I have the outro music here. Mm. All, right. All right. Thank y'all. Yes, thanks everyone. Join our Discord. Yes. Join our Discord. Craftbeerradio.com. You'll find a link for Buy My Book. Buy My Book. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Simpsons <laughs> reference. I think it was Krusty, right? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> What do you? What is this you're playing? Pee Wee Herman. Oh, he just Rip died. All ribbons. Yeah. I should have just played the tequila song. That's what I should have done instead of clicking the <laughs> Pee Wee Herman one. R.I.P. Wow. Okay. Well, we got there. I think. I don't even know. Is this like coming through on the? Yeah, it's coming through. All right. Um, Maybe. No, but we have a backup, is. so <laughs> hopefully. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. Like, if it's coming through on their microphone because that. Oh, is it playing there? Yeah. Oh. So I think it's gonna it's gonna be cut out. Oh shit! Fuck. You're right. You're right. Let me. You do it. Yes. I'm just. I thought I'd be all smart. Oh. I'm all oh. smart. You know. I'm not smart. I'm not smart. Uh, I am. Let's see. Tequila song. Okay. Yeah, all right. Oh. There we go. Thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. Episode 509, hopefully. Part two. Hopefully the real one. Hopefully the one that lasts. The take two. Hopefully we don't have to do a take three. We can move on to 510 next time. We thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, hey, uh, I know you are, but what am I? What? Can you, can you hear me? I know you are, but what am I? Ha! Mm, okay. Ha!
That's a, wow. that was a terrible Pee Wee Herman. Wow. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening to Craft Beer Radio. Uh, join our Discord. Join our Discord. Go to craftbeerradio.com. There's a link the there. It's the funnest fun you'll ever fun. And show us some love. Yes, show us some love. Come on, guys. Give us some recommendations. We're looking for them. Give us some music to play. Give us some beers to you know look for. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell Best. us to keep the show under an hour and 55 minutes and 38 seconds. Give us something to talk about in the post-show so that uh, you can hear us go on our weird rants about shit. Just give us feedback. We love it. Do it. Do it. Bam. Mic drop.